New digital technologies are driving a step change in enterprise business transformation. At the Digital Twin Podcast, we explore the intersection of technology and business. What should your digital twin look like? Hello and welcome to the Digital Twin Podcast. Uh, your host, Omar Anhari. How are you, buddy? It's good to be back. Short notice, but we're back. And uh, today's topic really, uh, you know, put some interesting uh, insights or uh, perspective on what the future may hold for, you know, business. Yeah. Right. So let's when we um, lead into that. When we lead into that, I mean, what are we really talking about? That's, right? that's, uh, maybe we'll start there. The topic today for us to discuss is the modern day CEO. We have had many conversations about digital transformation, chief digital uh, officer, the role they play in the organization, talked about leadership in the digital world, all of that, right? But CEO is the single most powerful person in a company, right? Whether you're a CEO in your own life, you know, you're in full control of your life, whether you're a CEO of an enterprise, whether you're the president of the uh, the government, right? I mean, of of the United States or any country for that matter, you're yeah. the CEO, right? And what does it take for that CEO to be successful in the new digital world? Wow, I mean, you're really throwing a, you know, the question that you threw there. I mean, it's a very interesting one because it it sounds almost like the way the question is 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 put is that our CEOs transforming right just like organizations are digitally transforming the futures of CEOs are they transforming as well the way they standard the way they used to do the standard way of operating how they would run things some things may be true moving forward but is there a different way of managing, uh, reviewing, making decisions? How do you, how, when we look at the modern day CEO, mm-hmm. yeah, what are some of those things that people, I mean, some distinct things that might be different from traditional CEOs to the modern day CEOs? I mean, if we really think about a couple of things that really stand out. In your opinion, I mean, do you see any major um, areas where, you know, you can really notice a little bit of a, a, you know, I wouldn't say it's a major change, but it's noticeable, right? Some notice, some little qualities that might be noticeable. So, you know, I, I would say maybe we even take one step back and look at why would it be different? Why would a CEO 20 years ago and a CEO today, why should they be acting differently? Or are they already acting differently, right? So I'll take the first shot at that and I'd love to hear your feedback, right? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. And then we can talk about you know what may have changed, right? Oh. So the biggest difference that I see is what we always talk about, and that is the abundance of information on your phone, you have information about your company, your boss, your colleagues, how well your business is doing, how well your company is doing, whether that's 
with respect to sustainability actions, whether it's respect to diversity, whether it's respect with respect to uh, many other things that are important to you as an individual, right? Uh, that information transparency also extends into something that is uh, a strange phenomenon, which is you could be friends with your boss on Facebook, but also on Facebook along along that list is your mother, your high school friend, you know, your wife, your kids, and if you're old enough, your grandkids, right? How does that play into the day-to-day decision-making that you have and the expectations you have from your organization and your leaders? That's that's what I think is the starkest difference that that I, at least I observe from 20 years ago that's forcing our leadership uh, and our CEOs, at least in this company, to act differently because I think information transparency is different in different company, countries, right? Mm-hmm. You don't see this level of transparency everywhere. But that's, that's the number one difference that I see. What do you think? Yeah, I think, you know, there is different, you know, information is, is, is something that is more readily available, right? And with more information, you know, either we make quicker decisions or we need more information to make more prolonged decisions. But I think we can argue that the decision-making process with a little bit more certainty of factual data Mm -hmm. has probably increased from 20 years ago to today with all the tools and technology and about the massive amounts of information that's available today. So I think in a way it's made people or the modern day CEO or people that make very difficult decisions a little bit more comfortable in making tough decisions. And to some extent it makes them feel justified to make that decision. If people that were more afraid to make decisions because they weren't sure today, those that those types of decision-making capabilities, I believe, have slowly kind of narrowed the decision-making timeline for them because data is now so much available. They feel more comfortable with the, the factual information that's being given to them in a much more higher velocity than normal, mm-hmm. that it's able to give them that sense of confidence of making the right decision. Now, having said that, I still think that you know, the qualities of, of needing more information to make a decision that may prolong things could still be present today because even though we have so much information, maybe it's not enough. Maybe it won't ever be enough for me to be fully 100% confident, Yeah. right? But it needs to be somewhere along that line where I can make a decision that I feel good about it and, you know, it's justifiable. But that's one thing that I see. It's a real, it's a real changer. But, but... You know, I don't know if we're there yet. I mean, we talk about the 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 modern day CEO being yeah. able to do these things with all the technologies, the tools, the infrastructure. But yeah. which which CEOs are really there today? Yeah, that's a good point. So that's right? why that's why I didn't really call that out in the beginning. Yeah. But I think the expectation is that you know it is so omnipresent. The data is that you should be able to instantaneously know how your, your your business is cruising and if there's any change in direction, 
you can quickly make that adjustment. But to your point, I mean, I would question that myself. I mean, which CEO actually has that level of visibility down the road and say, you know what? Hey, I just took an exit. You know, I didn't mean to do that. Let's get back on the highway, right? And how fast are you going to figure that out, right? But I do see in the consumer world, you have access to information. I have access to information. And I'm connected to you. And I'm connected to, you know, hundreds of people. And I'm, you know, connected on multiple social media platforms. So the one aspect of a CEO, which is leading people, which is one of the key aspects of leading a company, right? That's where a modern CEO right now is probably facing the most amount of uh, challenges and opportunities, right? And there are certain expectations employees have about the leader and how they should be led and that's yeah. right. I mean, you know, I think, you know, kind of hearing what you're saying, maybe, you know, the way CEOs may be able to reach their employees or their customers or the world or how they communicate to the world mm -hmm. and the way people are starting to receive information today mm -hmm. and how they perceive Maybe the way of getting information as more modern yep. than than before plays yep. into that whole idea of what a modern CEO looks like today, right? Yep. And I think you're hitting mm -hmm. a few of those things, like yeah, you know, which 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 CEOs are really trying to get out there and really tap into all the tools and technology and resources out there to actually maximize the reach of their communication to bring in that value and, and capture their audience, whether it's internally uh, focused with their employees or externally focused, right? So, so you brought up the, ex big... yeah, you brought the external, cause I was, I was yeah. kind of very focused on the employee side of things, yeah, right? Yeah, but yeah. you brought felt, the, yeah, yeah the uh, external piece, which is a big deal. I mean, especially look, look today, right? How employees, I'm sorry, how the customers are perceiving an organization, you know, where they buy the products or services from, is a major factor in how CEOs respond to current events, mm -hmm. right? So, so in a sense, the modern day CEO takes on the culture and brand of mm -hmm. what ultimately your customers are trying to consume, in some way, right? I Absolutely. mean, you could look at you could look at you know, Apple's a perfect example of that, right? I mm -hmm. mean, people really you know, galvanized around a leader, you know, Steve Jobs when he was around and, and it really propelled that brand mm -hmm. and association with, you know, being different, right? And that's not easy though. I mean, when you're talking about being a modern day CEO, I mean, that's an extreme, right? I'd, I'd say Steve Jobs is, is more of a, an outlier than uh, to a traditional CEO or even a modern day CEO that we're talking about today because that that's a very powerful task. Uh, it's, you're right, it's part of a marketing PR it's a it's a visionary. It's it's galvanizing the mission mm -hmm. and the vision, right? And mm -hmm. how you effectively communicate that internally and externally really stands out. I think that's one of the key qualities that will stand out from most CEOs out in the in the in the world today that we that we see in big big corporations or even smaller ones, right? Yeah, and and I, again, I'm maybe referencing a point here that. Uh, 
you know, may have existed back you know, 20 years ago. I haven't done enough research to know this, but, you know, you look at uh, the uppricing against how Twitter or Facebook is, you know, acting, right, to, to either control messaging or not control messaging, and how corporations are responding to consumers and other organizations and controlling the advertisement spent on mm-hmm. Facebook or Twitter or whatever, right? Or Google. But I mean, right now, I guess it's against Facebook, but they are responding to how a uh, company. Outside. Yeah. Outside, outside, outside pressures, outside right? Influence, right? Outside customers. Influence. Absolutely. And, and, you know, depending on how a company is perceived, they're suddenly getting a lot of pressure from the outside, you know, from partners, either not spending or cutting off their relationship thereby forcing them to decide one way or the other. Now, you know, regardless of what side of the equation you're on, I mean, we're simply talking about how CEOs are essentially put in a very tough spot to almost take a position on many of these, you know, public discourses, right? Yeah, so what you're really what you're really hitting at is, I mean, I think maybe we, it's it's all in the same, right? Because I, I I see that dynamic modern day CEO as being the internal coach and champion for the the, the troops or the internal employees. You see that external focus of of having the great vision and mission and and really ca- captivating the brand of and the essence of the company. But at the same time, to be able to hand crisis. In a way that's 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 fluid, mm-hmm. and 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 addresses it straight on, and and navigates through these waters, these tough waters, in a way that is calming, and is confident on getting to the other side of these choppy waters, without, you know, having that nice balance of empathy as well as 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 compassion, some compassion, but also having some strict uh, framework about what. You know where you're going and where you're not going, right? So right. that's it's it's uh it's it's complex, it's, right? It's, it's, it's very, very complex. complex, and but, it's playing it's, it's playing it's everywhere. It's everywhere yeah. now, right? I mean, you got to have it. You got to have it. And days. and it's playing yeah. out in the public realm yeah. more than before, right? Whether you know if if it's a diversity issue that's being picked up from, let's say, you know, Google, you know, which which recently happened, right? With there were some complaints that it was playing out in the public sphere, and and so these things happen, and um, and so a lot of it has to do with the fact that you know there is information transparency and it's spreading like wildfire, and you know you can communicate with a large number of people in a very short amount of time, right? And back to you know you you made a point about compassion, and uh, you know I, th- I think. Most employees are expecting their CEOs to make decisions that are responding to some of the social challenges that we face today, whether it's poverty or, you know, environmental challenges and issues or diversity and inclusion issues. Um, Employees expect their CEO to act strongly and act in a compassionate way and and not be just, you know, be quiet and behind the scenes. They want the CEO to be 
to be present and and be uh, really you know decisive, right? But they also want the CEO to be uh, limiting the number of layers between them and the CEO as transparent as possible internally from a communication perspective, right? And and we have seen that traditionally a lot of companies had this hierarchy that you know, it was impossible to overcome from a communication perspective. And that's changing and the expectation is changing. Um, and, and a lot has to do with, uh, you know, this one thing that I, you know, I've, I think I've shared this with you in the past is, you know, where's the loyalty, you know, f- from an employee perspective, right? Back in the day, you know, you look at employees that have stayed for 25, 30, 35, 40 years with a company, right? And the company's also had pension plans and, and and ways of compensating for that sort of loyalty, right? Now, when that all switched to 401ks and 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 there wasn't a any sort of motivation for employees to, to be in one place for 10, 20 years, suddenly that that interaction became much more of a, a transaction, right? And if I, you know, if I'm applying for a job at your company, well, what do you have to offer and what should, you know, why should I work for you? What's your, what are your goals? How are you contributing to the society and, and how can I be part of it? Right. It's not just a, I want a job. And you know what, when I feel like you're not, you know, either doing that or I'm not contributing or you're not contributing, I'm out looking for the next job. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you, you're hitting it on the spot too. You know, the modern day CEO also takes on as the head cheerleader and the head motivator to even recruiting um, and retaining top talent, right? Absolutely. It, it's, it's a key component in this whole equation here. And more and more, you're starting to see that, you know, with less tools available to help maintain your HR and your, your loyalty and some of the, the basic infrastructure pieces that are important, you got to keep motivating capturing and and really driving the message you know it's like it's that you know i'm not saying you got to be a a tony robbins every day and and deliver value get everyone really excited to do their job but you got to have some balance of tapping into that motivation of 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 individuals that that are uh that are part of the team um and also your future customers that like that environment you attract that same uh, um, type of profile for your customers that really enjoy that and really believe not only in the products or the brand, but they believe in the mission, you and you exactly. So, so that's it's it's a it's a complex uh, discussion. But maybe maybe some of these things haven't changed, right? Maybe maybe they're still true today, but maybe it's the way, right? Yeah. It's how and the way. And the speed evolved and the speed, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's, that's one thing th- those are some of the things that, that, you know, being able to use these tools to really effectively communicate it, that the maximum, um, potential so that you're effective uh, and, uh, at a higher rate than, than your other peers, I think is a good, it's a, it's a good barometer, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, Absolutely. So, you know, but I like that, you know, so, well, we're up uh, up on the clock here. Uh, we'd like to thank you all for tuning in this this week. Uh, uh, st- you can find us on uh, the Digital Twin Podcast dot com. You could also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and uh, 
feel free to reach out. We'd love to hear what you guys thought. Absolutely. Have we'll a great evening. See ya.